0: Hello everyone, this is Trevor with Tea Time Reports here. We're live, um, not really live, but I guess we're recording from our back patio here, so we hope you enjoy the, uh, the, the, the vibe, I guess the crickets and the bugs in the background, but I have Caden, Brady, and Brandon here, and we're going to be discussing the Philadelphia Eagles offseason and draft. Um, just going over their overall moves as a team, uh, what our expectations are going to be going into the season. And just again, the draft overview is going to be a huge, important part of just t- this discussion. And uh, none of us are, besides maybe Caden, um, are diehard Eagles fans. I know Brady's a Bucks guy, Brandon's the Bears guy here, and we have a Bears episode coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Caden is probably an Eagles guy, slash, you know. Lions yeah, slash lions Bears slash not, not, uh, <laughs> I mean you Justin a, Fields not Bears. Yeah, slash Justin Fields. Justin Fields not but, Bears. But um you are a big fan of Jalen Hurts and a big fan of this bears. organization mm-hmm. and shout out to mom and Pops. They're huge Eagles fans. Some way, somehow, if Jalen Hurts is listening to this, I know your biggest fan. mama Yeah, our grandmother is the biggest oh. Jalen Hurts fan, like probably on the planet. She just loves his sportsmanship, his his poise. And And his swag as well, but I mean, what really kind of set him apart was his ability to kind of take that loss and still Mm -hmm. be humble about everything, you know what I'm saying? But in a sense of the draft and the offseason, Caden, what are your thoughts on the Eagles and Mm -hmm. what did they improve and also what didn't they improve? I'm going to go, you know, A to... A minus on this on this
1: off season as yeah, a whole. can't go because, much lower than that. You know, we went into the off season needing, you know, knowing we need defense. Our defense is an aging defense, and lost had, some pieces you know, too. Lost some pieces, e- even though we lost some pieces. But coming into this draft, we got in you know, a first round num- number nine pick overall, Jalen Carter from Georgia, and we're just building up that that Georgia you know heritage that we already have. I think we have like seven players from that that starting eleven from that one uh, like twenty twenty uh, one Georgia team. Mm-hmm. That's and it shows that's that's one of the greatest um, college college defenses in yeah. history.
0: Well, I mean, it's a massive college program. They mm-hmm. produce studs all the time. That dog yeah. mentality. And then we went and got Nolan Smith. Nolan Smith added and to it.
2: Kelly Ringo too. Three okay. three Georgia Bulldogs in this draft,
0: which mm-hmm. signifies, I guess, what they're kind of going for. Exactly. Continue we so. wanted that same kind of dominant kind of
2: aggressive,
0: dog
1: inter- mentality, face dog mentality. Because that's what we've been with. It's a hard-nosed city. You need a hard-nosed football team. Same with Detroit Lions. Same with Chicago Bears.
2: I don't want to get too off topic, but if you ever have the chance to watch Sirianni's interviews on the Pat McAfee show, please do so because mm-hmm. he really does a good job on touching on that same mm-hmm. thing you just did, that, mm-hmm. that Philly culture, that dog mentality. Yeah. He likes to have, he'll say it, he likes to have that dog in his players. Mm-hmm. And who better to get than these Georgia Georgia Bulldogs, Bulldogs, you know? I don't know. You're
1: you're a big uh, college football guy. You you saw. I I bet you watched that team a lot, Brandon. What were you thinking? We're going for it's
2: honestly just going back to just fucking hard nosed, just smash mouth defense, and it's starting from the front seven in the trenches with Jordan Davis and Jalen Carter. Like, imagine if they're able to get Jalen Carter's off the field issues in line and get him just and. It couldn't have been a better spot. And he's for playing
3: him. with Jordan
2: Davis. He, Jordan Davis, Fletcher Cox. Fletcher Cox would be the big. You Brandon know? Graham, like he's he's going into the best locker room possible,
0: a defense full of best defense in the league. And player. guys, yes. can I also just point out the historical relevance of Michael Vick's situation? This is the mm-hmm. one organization that did give him a second chance. So turned I turned him around, I, and they did turn him around him in around. fantasy no, I that feel season. Not. Tony Dungy turned him around. Tony Dungy turned. Him him in Dun- Tony Dungy season, turned him around, but what at the same time. The Philadelphia Eagles organization as a whole, like they obviously don't have a problem with taking you yeah. know, guys with a questionable mm. past. Yeah, that's a good the Browns. And, and the, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that goes without saying. But what are your, I, I guess, moving forward to, I guess, your draft rating, Caden, what, what would you give that overall? A-plus. I mean,
1: we stole the first round.
2: Yes, you did. We stole the first hey, round. And you got that number nine pick from the Bears, too. A,
0: a number nine pick from the
1: Bears, Jalen Carter, falls all the way to number nine. One of the most technically gifted
2: and physically gifted Every, athletes in the draft. So one of the he was the best player in the yeah, draft. it was a general uh, consensus of him being the best prospect in that. And, draft.
1: and then we got the the fastest uh, linebacker in the combine, and Nolan Smith coming mm-hmm. in at what was supposed to be a top ten pick, and he dropped to number thirty. Well, I, we stole that draft.
0: I, don't get me wrong, that's a steal. Yes. Uh,
1: that's a steal. Yeah, and he could have been a, a, a top ten a top ten pick. And I, I feel like people would have. They went overload on the
0: defense. You but they needed that. But we needed it. We did.
1: did need it. We needed it. And then going into round two, we got the old lineman. You know, same 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 reason we got defense, aging defense, aging line, kind of an aging team as a, as a whole. So uh, yeah, sooner or later, we're going to need to fill these 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 holes.
3: Recharge your youth with that dra- with the draft.
1: And then uh, Sidney Brown in the third round. We got that uh, number 66 pick from the Arizona Cardinals. Just just filling in more of what we need. We lost. Uh, what, what's the name? Uh,
0: uh Gardner Johnson to the Johnson, Lions. Um, you got Slay back, and you did mm-hmm. get the other guy back. What's his name? From uh, the Giants. What a really good year for you. I don't know why I'm drawing a blank here, man.
1: But uh, we got Keely Ringo to fill in. Fill in also. He he's a big boy. He can fill in that that safety he, route
0: as well. Yeah, he can fill in that safety, but he's also probably going to be used in the nickel package more than anything because he's, he's, he's
1: kind not, of a large. He's, he's kind of a large a defensive
0: good, back. He's not a very good safety. I would want on someone
1: like. Yeah, you know, I, w- I would never want him to line up on an elite receiver. His clutch gene.
3: Jefferson. His
0: clutch gene was tested in college a lot though, and he had a lot of game sealing interceptions. Mm-hmm. So I but do. What about him
1: versus JMO? Remember that?
0: Yeah, I remember that. Um, I think we all remember Jamison Williams destroying him. But that's a different. That's a different animal. Mm-hmm. I- I'm talking about potentially a slot corner, and like I said, that nickel guy that can come on maybe be that corner four, or again maybe have a legitimate safety help. And be at that free safety position so he has a little more leeway and he yeah. you know can just use his body and be that hard hitter. Because he reminds me in genuine like in genuine terms, I'm not trying to like overhype him, but with the build of like kind of a Jamal Adams. And he I, I think that if they drop him back into safety and he just learns coverage a lot better and like becomes more smoother. I really wanted the Lions to take him. I was very high on Keely Ringo. Yeah. I really did want the Lions to grab him. I thought he fit their their, their culture and their scheme but yeah, the fact yeah, that the yeah, Eagles got like,
1: him second round. yeah
0: that's I was surprised points. but I'm glad that we you know wind up getting Brian Branch best safety yeah. in the draft yeah. steal as well um, but Keely Ringo for y'all uh, after a like, especially in the fourth round I'll take it <laughs> that's insane round, he dropped it. I've had him going in the first round bro Mm. Like I had, I'm not even kidding. I had Brian Branch going ten. I mean, to y'all, towards towards, the Eagles. to Eagles. Uh, that was at, that was at the start. That was at the start. I know that was the, the first mock draft. Towards, towards the end,
1: it, we kind of realized, you know, who Keely Ringo really was you know, watch him on the tape, and you see he gets exposed on some of his, you know, you know, weaker f- physical attributes like his speed and some of his IQ and his rock and his you know, movements.
2: But that's the type of player you sort of want to bring in when you have Darius exactly. Slay in yeah. your roster, you know, because then Darius Slay can step into that mentor role exactly. and yeah. sort of show him the ropes for all that stuff because he has yeah. everything else, yeah, the things you can't do, the, the intangibles, he has, the, he has, he has the intangibles.
0: And Brady, just quickly going around here, what are your thoughts on the offseason? What are your thoughts on the draft? I know you grew my up Brady, around a lot of Philadelphia Eagles fans yeah, your whole my grade, life.
3: My grade for the draft going to be an a. Uh, an A for the off season, honestly an A too. So A overall. Um, they dra- look Caden covered it pretty much perfectly. They they killed the draft, got everything they needed. They refilled their needs on defense. Their older guys, guys leaving, but now it's looking like they're the best defense in the draft in, in the league. So mm. that's something.
0: What are your thoughts on the fact that they did lose some of their coaches um, to obviously the Arizona Cardinals and elsewhere? Uh, I believe, the, the, I believe Indianapolis. Uh, yeah, I think I was going to say Indy. I didn't want to be incorrect about that, but I'm pretty sure it is Indianapolis with uh with that yeah, guy, I young franchise. Uh, which
2: was odd because the I believe it was the defensive coordinator. I feel bad for not remembering the names that went to Arizona. Yeah, which you would expect them to sort of look for an offensive-minded head coach, maybe with Tyler to try to see what if they can has. do. But then I believe it was the offensive coordinator that went to Indy. And took the ND head coaching job and is going to pair up with Anthony Richardson, so. which
0: I like that, and yes. that might be explosive. So,
2: we, Ooh, I man, mean, that's going to be that'll be another topic for another day. Seeing but what
0: he did with Jalen, Jalen Hurts, Hurts and, and you got what Jonathan
2: Taylor on that backfield too. What he's going to
0: have in Anthony AR. I mean, it's going to be disgusting. But one last question for Brady here before we go down to you, Brandon. Um, what are your thoughts? I, I guess on what they did on defense as a whole and what they were able to, I guess, rejuvenate with youth. You, you were talking about they got more youthful at some of these skill positions on defense. Did you, do you think they did that enough? Or do you, would you have liked to see that more in uh, trades or maybe some free agency no, I signings? I do definitely
3: think they covered it in the draft. Okay. Jalen mm-hmm. Carter, perfect pick. I mean, if he didn't have that trouble, all the off-field trouble, he would have been probably top three. Mm-hmm. He would have been picked.
2: Yeah, up. I think he would have been one to the Bears. I think we we're still him. missing if that. If we never traded
3: that
1: X factor safety. Yeah, like, that's you, one
2: weak spot on that defense. You
1: do see, you know, throughout the years, what is what has Philly been known for? You know, in these past two thousand. Know,
2: Brian Dawkins. Brian and Dawkins. Dawkins. Yeah. Jenkins. Yeah. Hell yeah. You know, now. I should even Gardner Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, Chauncey Gardner Johnson last year. He's Gardner, that same Johnson. type of safety? And now we have nobody, and,
1: and that, that's another reason why in, in the draft uh, back in, when, when we drafted Jordan Davis, I kind of wanted to get Kyle Hamilton because I wanted that X-factor safety again. Out of Notre Dame. One exactly.
2: Of the, and one of the highest-rated, if not the highest-rated safety last year as a rookie for Baltimore in that defense. Wow. One I mean, and the, that
0: it showed, because he was very stout, and maybe they missed out there, but... You gotta hope I, that yeah, they love were. I Jordan
1: Davis though. I'll take Jordan Davis. No, but the they game.
0: were. They're going for pressure. Oh, heck, they're heck, they're heck. trying to get to the quarterback before he even has the option to throw deep over the safety. I mean, I
1: mean, I mean, Jordan Davis is more there for the the run stop. He's fucking huge. Yeah, he eats up two, two blockers pretty much every given play. Every single time I see him play, he'll just get on a blocker, shed him, and just sit there. Yeah, and just wait into that pocket. He then eats it go next ahead. to the run. You um, I mean? if, he, if he sees this pass, then he'll.
2: Again, he'll just shift with the line. Usually you don't really see him. A lot of, he has very high there. IQ. He does, he does. Which, and then comes from that Georgia Bulldogs defense, again, you know. it no. just goes to show. And when you got Jalen Carter, Kelly Ringo, Nolan Smith, they're going to have that raw talent, and they're either going to have that IQ or they're not. I and mean, if they don't have it like you touched on, it can be teached by these veteran players, yeah. whether it's Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, Darius Slay.
1: not to have to look by yeah, who, who one of the best to ever do it in Fletcher Cox? Yeah.
2: Uh, One thing I did want to run by you, Brady, just like you said, you feel like they hit on all the sort of things they lost. Um, I wanted to just sort of put the names out there that they did lose. They lost Javon Hargrave, had 10-plus sacks last year on the D-line. They lost a lot of
3: guys. Lost Javon
2: Hargrave, he went to the Niners. T.J. Edwards, one of the best starting linebackers last year, statistically went to the Bears. Um, You guys also lost Miles Sanders as well. Um, You brought in Rashad Penny, um... decent replacement. Um, I like Rashad Penny a lot, um, actually. Yeah, also lost linebacker, Kizir White, lost safety, Marcus Epps. So, I mean...
0: Marcus Epps is actually going to be a
2: low-key, like, big L, yeah,
0: and because he's actually a, a, an above-average starter, he, in my he opinion. Sells he, does. he sells He does. He gets
2: exposed, but I wanted to ask you, Brady, even with those names being said, and you know the names, we've touched on the names that they've brought in, do you still feel like they did a, they did a good job to sort of fill those, those holes?
3: I mean, they got star power, man. Yeah. <sighs> linebacker and position, he, safety position...
2: That's. I feel like the one thing they, they definitely finished, didn't they address. Shot. They, they. I feel safety. like they
3: covered pass rushing with Nolan Smith and Jalen Carter. Yeah, and I feel like they. That's fine, but yeah. Obviously, the linebacking position.
2: And I mean, even with even with Nolan Smith, he can sort of. He doesn't always have to play that pass rusher role. He can sort of drop back and pass coverage or uh, sort of play man with the with the. Uh, with Shout the out to back. the crane. Yeah, um, for real. They're, uh, I making think, ruckus. I don't think he's a big Eagles fan. Today, no, no, he doesn't agree with us. They might
0: actually have a rivalry with Eagles. Yeah, out he there. might.
2: He might quiet down for the Bears episode. All right, episode, guys, though.
0: you know I'm going back. Pause right quick. We're, We're gonna whoop this guy's ass. We're gonna a whoop a crane's ass. All right. He's by the neck. Okay. Exactly. I mean they are skinny, you know. It's possible, you know. We but but you I'm watch not. Watch I'm watch not condoning this. that because they are. I think. I think that's actually highly illegal. Yeah, it's a sandhill mm. crane. You know, shout mm. out to mm. sandhill cranes across the the Florida area. But hopefully this guy's not fucking. Because like, I'm pretty sure it's mating season.
2: Dude, I, my girl and I, we were pulling. There's this nice little pond in the back of my neighborhood, and mm-hmm. there was I like, should you not know, at least 150 sandhill cranes. Just oh my fucking, god! It looked like a, like they if you ever fucking, seen the Battle of the Bastards from Game of Thrones. There was like one end on the other, like a group of 40 or something. And the other end it looked like they're about to meet and just fucking go at it. It was the craziest thing. Either
0: a fight or a legitimate massive crane in, gang like gang. Every five minutes <laughs> you would see like you
2: see like four or five more flying in from the distance and laying in the they water, dude, the it was homies? crazy to just look at.
0: Damn, there, there was a homie call? Hey, it was a homie home. call. We, s-
2: we sat there for like 20 minutes watching these cranes, like there was nothing like I've ever seen before. Oh my
0: god. Well, it's almost like that video I saw where this guy was outside his cabin in like Alaska or something, he goes out to this massive lake, or like, I don't want to say lake, probably a pond, and there's like like ninety wolves. Oh my god! Just like running around and shit. Just like, bro, this is a video you can look up on YouTube. It's like the, I think it's literally the biggest pack ever spotted. Like it was, it was insane. Like imagine
2: how around. badass the like. I
3: think we're getting a little off topic. Well, no, I mean, but you know, imagine I just, how
2: badass the lead wolf has to be of that oh, pack. Oh, dude, that alpha, that monster mm. cock.
3: Mm-hmm. But
0: moving forward here, back to the question of. <laughs> <laughs> Moving forward here, back to Brady's question on, I guess, addressing needs. Do you think they did enough now that he listed off those names there?
3: Um. Yeah, I think so. They're still going to be a top defense in the yeah.
0: league. What's a blaring need that you still see? Safety.
3: Linebacker, safety. Linebacker, linebacker and really? safety? Safety, though.
2: Safety, sure. though? I kind of agree with the linebacker spot. Safety and running back would be my two. But well, running back is such an interchangeable like position. like Bennett. I like Rashad Penny too, but he's not going to give you the production Miles Sanders did. I feel did, like did, did get Miles another, Sanders
0: is good. Did, did oh, you got DeAndre we, Swift too. Yeah, oh, fucking shit. Too, I forgot about did,
2: that. Can we get another running back? Oh fuck! I mean, he's one of those like high ceiling, low floor type yeah. players because you know his injury history, especially yeah. you, Trevor, being a Lions but, fan. But if another can, another if Georgia get him, Bulldog.
0: If you can get him for six games, LT, mm. Another Georgia Bulldog. You're winning. But also, oh, us dude, being Lions fans,
1: that. we know how good he is, and when he like when he's at his peak, actually running like
2: even well, last year, I the, think first a three four, the first first
0: game. four games last year, he was the best running back.
1: Of the honestly, league. my favorite play of last, was last year is when he when he rolled out right, he got the pass, he slipped, fell, shook one guy, shook two guys, touchdown. How did I forget about that, dude? That Eagles team is going to be fucking. Yes, it is more dangerous than last year. makes
0: One question for Brady here: Then biggest. Biggest, ex- um, I guess, guess or I guess projection for your breakout player on this team this year. And hmm. then, Kaden, you can answer that quickly as well. And then I'll ask that to Brandon as well. I'm
3: gonna say AJ Brown.
0: AJ Brown? Again, yeah, I mean, he's kind of already a yeah, monster. Yeah, feel like
2: he kind of broke out last like year A new breakout. Well, I, I guess I should have said that some parameters. Great.
0: Like, a, a, guy like, kind of like a, a guy that's like kind of new. Like, how about rookies? How about we we'll do okay. a rookie Jaylen question? Jalen Carter. <laughs> Jalen Carter. Easy. Hmm. Okay. Caden, how about yourself? Breakout I'm go, rookie. I'm
1: gonna go breakout player and breakout rookie. Breakout player is DeAndre Swift for me. If he stays healthy, I'm it's gonna be DeAndre right. Swift. I'm gonna, hate gonna to see him a, succeed on another team, bro. I want I want to see him succeed though because it's still in. I, I like how it kept it in the family. You know what I mean? Yeah. From from one, I'm a fan of the Lions. I'm a fan of the Eagles. And he's a Georgia stay, Bulldog. Stay in, uh, another Georgia Bulldog. They're building something in Philly there. Yeah, they are. In Georgia, but uh, breakout rookie, I'm gonna go Nolan Smith. Mm. If he, I think he'll go in there for those third downs, kind of like uh, how we saw James Houston for the Lions. You could, and I think he will get rack up those sacks because they're not going to
0: realize how fast. They're going to well, understand how fast I is. mean, we he's talk fast. about his speed, but don't forget about his stature. This mm-hmm. guy is very wide. He yeah. has very long arms. He's and got he's got his skin too. though, i I mean, I don't know. I think he's very buff. Like for for that position, <laughs> like <laughs> strange phrasing, <laughs> but buff. He's a buff dude. Like, I mean, uh, tip, like, obviously more than, like, I guess you would say a prototypical linebacker, like, you would say, like, Malcolm Rodriguez, like, but, but he's, he's way, uh, uh, Nolan Smith is way, like, taller, but I, I think that he'll be, like, more than He's, like, 6'4", isn't he? 6'3", six, 6'4", six, yeah. I believe. Nolan Smith. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of, like, smaller linebackers in the league, and I think that he can bring that edge maybe even in coverage. Um, and I think, you know, definitely expect a lot of, like, pass breakups and maybe some blocks as well, potentially. But uh, I would like to see him on that defense, bro. I think he'll look good in a Philly, uh, Philadelphia Eagles uniform. Yeah, shit! But honestly, I think my breakout player, uh, I'm gonna stick to Keely Ringo, bro. I think you know, I think they'll need to use him. I think he's gonna get fucking toasted. I'm not mm. gonna lie. We'll I see. think he'll get toasted. We'll see. But I think he'll have uh, a better expected season than we all think. No, and I think he has potential to get better. Do you think about most
1: good, you know, good cornerbacks, like you know, with the exception, it of takes the soft partner. You know, yeah. Most good cornerbacks are now they're not rookies. You know, yeah. They're it, it, four takes, years a, it takes a long
2: time unless you're Patrick or exactly. Sauced Gardner, Sauced 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 or Sauce Gardner or Johnson. But I could
0: see him. You know, if they need to throw him in at a safety position, um, and just need him as a body, yeah. I think he could potentially do what Kirby Joseph did last year for the Lions. And I would be, like him at the safety position and, he's and big. get a lot of interceptions. So that's my rookie breakout. But my regular player, my regular player might just be. Uh, probably Dallas Goddard, mm. bro. I just think he'll have a, like another underrated. massive season, bro. I think he's still underrated. Uh, I don't think he's appreciated enough at that tight end position, but he's a sure-handed catcher. Like he, I remember seeing him catch his one-handed pass, Yeah. and it was just like just how he tracked the ball in. It was just everything about that he's play. He's the
1: most just, underrated tight end
0: in the league.
1: To me, I think he's he one is, of them, for sure. Me, I think he is top three in the league for tight ends. What? No, no. Get
2: out of here, dude. Get out of here. No, no. That's maybe a little bit of a, maybe yeah. top ten. That's a little bit of a reach. Top ten. Nah, he's 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 at least. Bro, top five. dude, he's not dude. better
0: than Kittle, Kelsey, or Mark Andrews. No, Those no, are three yeah. guys better. No, Even Darren Waller. Than, yeah. Nah, I
1: think he's better than Darren
0: Waller. I mean, if Darren Waller's healthy, he is not than better than, than Darren Waller, bro. I think he's oh. better. Than Darren Waller. Imagine if, dude, like if you say he offers more than Darren Waller. I mean, as a blocker, yeah, but I mean, as a, mean, player, as a weapon for for Jalen, I mean, which is what the league is kind of switching to with like Kyle Pitts type tight ends. Jay Sternberg. Oh, maybe, dude. What if they bring in Jace, bro, and he emerges? But I think top five, in my opinion. I I mean, I just think that's a stretch, bro. But I think he's definitely oh, yeah, up there in ten. Um, but Brandon, how about yourself? What are, your, what are your what is your rookie breakout player prediction and your regular player breakout prediction?
2: Yeah, so I'll start with the rookie. I think I'm right along with with Caden. I think mm-hmm. Nolan Smith is gonna have the best. I would say maybe not even like a breakout, but just the best out of the rookie class. Mm. Um, I think he's gonna fit right in perfectly on that edge rush slot, and have him and Hassan Reddick on each side is just gonna be. It's a nice combo. It's gonna keep offensive linemen and offensive coordinators awake at night because mm. Hassan Reddick's already gonna have double teams every other play, and that's just gonna and that's just gonna leave Nolan Smith on the edge one on one to had the chance to use his speed and just pure athletic ability to beat the uh, to beat the tackle, and I've even if it's six times out of ten, I'm taking yeah. that. You know, I um, agree.
1: and he was in the deep way uh, conversation last year. Was yeah,
2: he was. Um, and he even had a hell of a Super Bowl, too. A hell of a playoffs with Sean so Man, yeah. was he fun to watch last Sabre year. We got
1: no sacks in the.
2: Super yeah, Bowl. and I bet on him to. I put like a far fetched bet to him be like the. Super Bowl MVP, like mm-hmm. like a strip sack and maybe yeah. two tackles for a loss and shit like that. I mean, that's that's not something you would have said was impossible yeah. by any means. However, uh, breakout player overall for this season, I think it's I think it's gonna be one of the safeties, whether it's Terrell Edmonds or Justin Edmonds or Justin Evans. I'm sorry, I was just looking at this roster again for the Philadelphia Eagles, and we kept saying that that safety spots definitely the weakest, but it's not as weak as I was sort of thinking, and maybe everyone else is, Terrell Edmonds is no slouch. Came from Pittsburgh in that defense, brother of Tremaine Edmonds. He's never been bad. Uh, what's his face? Justin Evans used to play for the Bucks and the and the Jets. He's not bad either. And I think it's going to be really up to them to make sure that that backfield, that's back end of the secondary stays formidable sure. if that defense wants to stay up there in like the top five discussion. Front seven, pass rush, run defense, that's no doubt going to be in the top five. But that secondary is definitely going to be the weakest spot. But like I said, with those players I'm looking at, it's not even that bad. So I think Justin Evans, Terrell Edmonds are going to be the breakout players that they need for this upcoming season. I just, I'm just i not going to rely that heavily on Andre Swift just because of what I've seen from his injury history. Though I do think his ceiling is up there as one of the best running backs in the league. Yeah. Overall overall in the offseason, dude, you, you can't give it anything lower than an A-plus in my opinion. I agree. They hit on legitimately every position. When the best team in the NFC, arguably the best team in the NFL roster-wise, stays the same if not gets better as far as replacing every single position that they lost and p- replacing that position with someone who's actually valued and yeah. has potential to be a star player and is not just some nobody. I mean, you lose... Miles Sanders, you bring in Rashad Penny and DeAndre Swift. You two lose two guys that can replace that. You production. lose T J Edwards, you bring in Nolan Smith. You lose Javon Hargrave, you bring in Jalen Carter. You lose Chauncey Gardner Johnson Gardner-Johnson in the safety position, you bring in Justin Evans and Terrell Edmonds. You know, every position that they lost in, they brought in someone that's proven himself. I mean, other than the rookies, obviously. Or and they got two guys to match that, Exactly. You know? And who knows? And two guys with ceiling that who knows what it could be, yeah. you know, in Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith. In other words.
0: Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I guess I, what I was going to point out was, like, you, you addressed this beautifully because all of these guys, if they are able to come together and build that chemistry we saw last year, even with the youth, could be very deadly. Dude, the sky's the
2: fucking limit. And yeah. the races just get richer. Yeah. Like, it's scary. Like, you just had this team pile drive through the NFC last year. And they just got better, arguably, you know, or they didn't skip a beat. I mean, they lost offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, which one of them goes to Arizona, one of them goes the Indy. That's obviously nothing to blink an eye about, you know. That's something that has to be looked at. It's going to be something to watch this upcoming season. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up who they brought in to replace real quick, because.
0: Definitely something that needs to be notated for sure. Yeah, so
2: offensive coordinator was Shane Steichen, who left. Then defensive coordinator was Jonathan Dannon. He went to Arizona, I believe. Then Shane Steichen went to Indy. They brought in Brian Johnson as the new offensive coordinator. I don't know too much about him. I think he was just like some other assistant coach on that staff. Mm. Then
0: It's good that they're developing in-house coaches, if that's oh, the Oh, yeah,
2: then they brought in uh, then Sean Desai is the new defensive coordinator. He had a couple stints with the Bears and the Seahawks. No slouch, honestly. No slouch at all. Has a really good, uh, like, dog workman's mentality. You know, he's going to come in there and he's going to expect the best 110% out of everybody day in and day out. You know, I mean, and that just fits the culture. So, whether it's on the field with the players or off, not off the field, but with the coaching staff, everything they lost, they replaced with something just as good, if not better. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. and like I said, it's just comes around with the overall theme that they just won the offseason honestly in my opinion if not top three and i definitely seasons.
0: agree with top three definitely but um one thing i did want to just point out was like even though they lost some of those guys uh in the coaching staff i just still have to believe that the organization as a whole i mean they've been in two super bowls in the past 10 years mm-hmm. they're very consistent now in, in drafting really good players um like you said they addressed needs in the off season with signings and they were able to fill gaps with two guys or less and they were able to adequately potentially replace the production of the guys that they lost and that's a potentially because the season hasn't started yet yeah. but obviously on paper it looks like they did everything you want your club to do 100% and it it, it looks like they're going to try and go back for it again this year and they're the team to beat in their conference and as a Lions fan, that's the one team I am scared of in the playoffs, and in yeah. that uh, you know conference championship game, if it
2: you know comes down to it, mm-hmm. you know I, they I'm even a little scared of that. They even added Marcus Mariota to the quarterback room, which that's always going to be a benefit. I mean, he did quit on his team last year, but um, they also added Ian Book, Notre Dame legend, all yeah. time most winning quarterback in Notre Dame history, to their quarterback room. He has a Super Bowl ring now. You know, shout out to him. Yeah, they even um, even signed Nicholas Morrow. Very underrated linebacker play for the Bears Last two seasons I believe had over 100 tackles both seasons Wow Very under the radar a Veteran leadership In the locker room Probably won't get The most playing time But he's definitely Someone that you want to have In that third Fourth slot Especially you never know What happens with injuries You don't know what's Going to happen with Nolan Smith He's a good rotation piece Very good rotation piece So I mean honestly No matter what it is That you can't really Find somewhere Where you can criticize What the Eagles did This, this offseason Not at all No matter where it is um, the one thing we can touch on before we forget is the schedule. Um, I have it put up in front of me right now. Uh, looking at it, it's not the hardest schedule. It really isn't. Um, at least to start the season. They start the season with the Patriots. Then they play Minnesota, Tampa, Washington, the Rams. They really don't have a very formidable matchup until they play the Jets I see it's going 5-0 right there. Then... They play the Jets, then they play the Dolphins in back to back weeks. Then they play the Commanders again. They finally play the Cowboys. Oh wow, look at this stretch though. Jeez. Cowboys, Chiefs, Bills, mm-hmm. Niners, Cowboys. Mm-hmm. In a five week stretch. That's mm-hmm. gonna be something to really look out for. That's when we're gonna find out, like this at that point of the really season well. if they're gonna really like go back to back or they're gonna have one of those like hangover seasons, you know. We'll see what if happens.
1: we if we can go over five hundred in that little stint, I have good Goddamn, Damn,
2: dude, that's Cowboys, Chiefs, Bills, Niners, Cowboys. They can beat the Cowboys. That's a five-game stretch, you know, where they... Let's stop hyping up the Cowboys. Let, let's, their no, defense but is no, a weak... It's regular it's season,
1: though. It's regular it is
2: regular season. season. But so it's, no matter Dak, what, it's Dak Prescott it against no a good ch- defense. Bro. No but what, still, they have a three-game game stretch. Chiefs, Chiefs game. Bills, Niners.
0: Yeah. The Chiefs, I'm scary about. Let's rematch. Rematch is Bowl. Bills, Bills yeah. are
2: the Bills. Niners are the Niners. Honestly, a lot of people have the Niners as the second-best team in the NFC. They were, technically, if you want to look at bracket mm-hmm. and shit like they were in the NFC Championship. Um, then, they, then they have the Seahawks, Giants, Cardinals, Giants to round out the season.
0: Yo, what about the Lions? Oh, they're not, oh, I mean, I'm, they're
1: I not
2: playing the Lions. No, sir. Damn.
0: Well, they had a good week one matchup last year for sure. I want to see that, that rematch again. That no, I mean, in general, that schedule is pretty, pretty attainable to get to the playoffs, and I think they can uh, get I there. I think that's a division title.
2: Yeah, At least. Again.
0: At least. But Brady, what are your thoughts on the schedule, real fast? If you wanna
3: yeah. tap in, like you said, bro, it, it's pretty easy going to the first. I mean, they're gonna beat one, two. I feel like three, they, like I said, five, five weeks. Half, the first five weeks, easy games. Yeah, and Jets. Get, that's a tough game.
2: And it's in it's it's in MetLife as well. Yeah, that's
3: a tough. Aaron Rodgers, always a tough game. Um, and they got the Dolphins at home. Dolphins. We'll see how the Dolphins are looking out Prime the
2: primetime game. Yeah. But if they, if
3: they can get that they pressure to Tua, up, yeah. then fuck, who knows? Yeah. But at
2: the same time, if they can protect Tua and they have Jalen Waddle and Tyree Kill going at that secondary, yeah, man, Woo-hoo, that yeah, might be something. Anything could happen. That.
1: Those, these are then they have the game. Commanders. commanders.
2: Eh. they, could, they could Commanders win. Cowboys at home, Chiefs on the road. That's gonna be that's going be interesting. Super Bowl rematch in Arrowhead. The Chiefs are gonna be fucking ready. That game. That,
3: that's a, that, that's swaying the Chiefs way right now. Yeah. Uh, then
2: uh, then the uh, Buffalo comes to Philly.
1: I remember when the Chiefs played That'll the
2: be a huge uh, game the
1: Bucks and, again, like uh, for the mm-hmm. match after the Super Bowl, and they came into Tampa. They just, just, just fucking obliterated killed them. Us. Killed us.
2: Yeah, then yeah. So then back to back weeks, you have Buffalo and San Fran coming to Philly. Those are gonna be tough matchups, but it's also gonna be in the winter months. I mean, that's not gonna be anything for Buffalo, but San Fran, who mm-hmm. knows? They're coming from Cali. I think Philly, uh, Philly's definitely gonna hand. Uh, Philly going to Seattle in December. Who knows? Then they got the Giants, Cardinals and Giants to run out the season. Yeah, that's that's pretty uh Giants are looking good though. I mean I'm, realistically, dude, I only see probably five losses at the most on this at the most yeah, really. Five, I feel like ceilings five. Six. Um, six is a ceiling for
3: me. Not nah, five. So five. what
2: would that I can't do math. So that's what, thirteen and five or twelve and five? Yeah. yeah. Twelve and five. So yeah, I think ceilings twelve and five. The floor is gonna be a ten and six season, or not ten and six, 10 and seven season, or I, I said that backwards. Floor is gonna be twelve and five. So I think at the worst they're gonna do twelve and five. Gotcha. you. At Got the you. best they're gonna
0: go fourteen and three.
2: Okay. And what about yourself, Brady?
3: Best, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll say honestly best, yeah, fourteen and three. I agree. Worst, yeah, probably probably ten and seven. Nah, 11-6. Uh, and six. Okay. I think so.
1: Kaden? I'm going to say worst 11-6, and six, but I, I have high hopes for us,
2: so I'm going to go best 15-2. and mm-hmm. I mean, realistically, dude, that Chiefs game worries me. I would say the Chiefs are going to get that one. Mm-hmm. That San Francisco game does worry me. So does Buffalo. I wouldn't be surprised if they drop two out of those three Mm. then just lose a divisional matchup. I mean, we saw it last year. They were undefeated until they came into Washington. Then nobody Mm. expected Washington to win that game. They just kind of dominated them. Wasn't that Heineke? Heineke? Yeah, it was Heineke. And they, I mean, the time of possession, the time of possession that game was like 36 to 15 or 16 or something like that in Washington's favor. Wow. So no, who knows? That's I mean that anything like that can happen on any given divisional game. Fact. So I wouldn't be surprised if they drop one divisional game, then drop two out of those three between Kansas City, Buffalo, and San Fran. Hmm. So what about well, you, Trevor? What's
0: I I think it's worst case scenario is ten and seven, and I think best case is probably fourteen and three as well. Hmm. But I, I definitely have high hopes for this team to definitely make the playoffs. At least another division title. Yeah, definitely. But um, anything else you guys wanted to touch on before we wrap this up? Well, thank you, everyone out there, for listening to this episode on the Philadelphia Eagles draft and offseason review. And we hope you guys tune in for more episodes. Make sure you guys are keeping a, a lookout for that kind of stuff. So, greatly appreciated for everyone out there, and especially anyone in Philly watching uh, the Eagles games. You guys have a really good team out there. And um, for my mom, I'll go ahead and say this Go, birds. Take care. Hurts. Shout go. out to my mom. Shout out to mama, yeah, my mom, for real.